You're listening to Glitch Please number 67. If you hear something you would like to see from this episode, visit roosterteeth.com. Welcome to Glitch Please, the show where we talk about video games every week and apparently cruise ships in times of day. I want to go. I want to go on a cruise to Alaska because I want to visit where Bob Ross walked. <laughs> so don't we all? Yeah. Is he from Alaska? He stayed there for a while, and he talks about all the time in his show about his time in Alaska. And oh, he, okay. He paints things that, that remind him of where he was his time in Alaska. Well, he, he needed to calm down because he was a sniper in Vietnam. And uh, yeah, to, that's like no, I, it's I like need, an urban legend. I need a Bob Ross documentary like the recent Mr. Yes, Rogers one. Totally. Uh, won't you? Why be my don't neighbor? you pitch one? We do documentaries here. That would be good. Uh, but you gotta have the, the reason why the "Won't You Be My Neighbor" one had was so good is that it had access to all of that. That footage of Mr. Rogers and all of his like living relatives—they they went and interviewed all them. Um, so chase it. I should. I should chase my Bob Ross dream. Dude, I love him. That's Don't a great let your idea. dreams be dreams. Yeah. Don't steal this idea if you're listening. <laughs> this is John. Yeah. <laughs> we talk about video games, right? Yeah, we do talk about video games on the show sometimes. Video games and Bob Ross. Look, he did have a, a whole marathon on Twitch, which I think makes yeah. it directly relevant. It's still on. It's still on. Still going? Yeah, it's, nice. they still play Bob Ross on the Bob Ross channel. I know they it were. It has a schedule uh, and everything. Yeah. I know they were doing. Uh, they started doing a run of po the Pokemon. Pokemon's going to be a thing, yeah. 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 Uh, I, I mostly found out about it because uh, everyone on Twitter was crying about the uh, Butterfree episode. <laughs> Just, so I was like, all right, cool. Well, there we go. I know yeah. that it's happening. And that's how I know that's happening. We live in a weird world. We do. Uh, but lots of video game stuff happening. This is Spider-Man week. Actually, mm -hmm. by the time this episode comes out, Spider-Man will be out as well. Uh, we got some early copies. Can we introduce ourselves on this show? Oh, yeah. Wait, hold on. <laughs> I'm Ashley. They know. I'm John. I'm Brian. <laughs> I'm here to derail the show, apparently. <sighs> yeah, we, we immediately took a left turn. We didn't even get our names out before we took a left turn. Because you wanted to make commentary on, on what I was talking about before the cameras went live about my Bob Ross trip I want to go on. Who wants to go on a Bob Ross cruise with me? Let's all go. I think we something really beautiful Totally. Here. Yeah. What if you do a Bob Ross party cruise where <sighs> everyone just, like, paints all day? I That's love this great, idea. I love exist. this idea. It's can, not even a funny idea. It's and good. you can screen your documentary on the cruise. Oh, I want this to be my. This is my. Like this I'm saying, my dream. Uh, this is uh, just go into one of the the pitch meetings, and there you go. But you know what I could do on this cruise ship is I could play Spider-Man. You could play Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man. All right. So yes, Spider-Man. Uh, this is the new game from Insomniac. This is a PlayStation 4 exclusive. Uh, Insomniac's previous game, Sunset Overdrive. I was a huge fan of it. it was one of the mm -hmm. early exclusives for Xbox One. Didn't get the kind of traction that I was hoped it would. Um, I have a question. Was, yeah. Yes. Go ahead. Is it, is the it was uh, uh, Sunset Overdrive their their prior game to Spider-Man and the only game that they've made of like note? No, they've made a ton of games. This is Insomniac we're talking about. Do you want to pull up the full list? Because it's a long one. Yep. Um, All I've ever said anybody hears anybody say is Sunset, Sunset Overdrive. Overdrive. That's well, their that's most recent. Well, that's because that's like their current generation okay. thing, and it's also in a very similar format to Spider-Man. Yeah. So it's it's like if you can't if you don't have a PS4 and you can't play Spider-Man, yeah. go play Sunset. It's also Sunset it's also the game that would always come up when people would talk about exclusives for Xbox One. It yeah. was it's always one of the first ones, and like on forums when people would be like, "What could I play if I have an Xbox One?" This would this was always at the top of the list, and it was good, but yeah. it was kind of overlooked. You ready for this, John? Yeah, go for it. Very so got, long list. They made Spyro the Dragon uh, and all of their sequels. They made oh, Ratchet and Clank, all of the Ratchet okay, and Clank okay, games. Okay, okay. Is the original one? Uh, yeah. Oh wow. Uh, mm -hmm. Resistance, Resistance 2, Resistance 3, the big like PS2 exclusive, um, Sunset Overdrive, like all those games. 
Yeah. <laughs> so they've got a they've got a really strong. They're okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, That's but their the their new formula, the one that they uh, had for Sunset Overdrive, what they've used for Spider Man is very much. Uh, open world traversal based uh, collectathon with a lot of action adventure, uh, you know, just these random combat encounters popping up all over the place. Uh, and it seems like Spider Man is a great property for them to do that with because I thought the formula that they had for Sunset Overdrive was really great, but it didn't have as strong of a lead through. The premise for that game was like, oh, a Red Bull drink turned everyone into like crazy yeah. orange pop I didn't even zombies. know the premise of the game. I just know the mechanics of the game. I never even heard the story of the characters. Yeah, it was a very yeah. silly, kind of meta, a lot of meta humor about One of their games. DLCs, their the boss fight of one of their DLCs was their community manager. <laughs> yeah. So it's like they they got super weird with it. They had a lot of fun, but all of those ingredients, like the the referential humor and the yeah. self awareness and the crazy city traversal and being able to just like pop into combat really easily yeah, he, and then pop out and then continue about the city, just traversing all this stuff and collecting all these things. That all translates really well into a Spider-Man property. Yeah. yeah. So when we found out that they were making a Spider-Man game for PS4. I was really excited about it. Mm -hmm. um, so far, my 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 excitement has my borne excitement. out. I'm very excited <laughs> I'm about very this. Excited. It's a wonderful game, this Spider-Man. You travel around all the places and you fight all the thugs and you get face skin, all that. I'm done. I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> That's it. You did well. You did yeah, great. it's like a clockwork. I, I love I, <laughs> clockwork orange. I'm yeah, like. it was very <laughs> clockwork orange. One of my favorite things to do, and this is a tangent. And I'm here for tangents. I apologize. Is uh, make fun of my British girlfriend's accent because she's, she's very posh style she talks and I love to make fun of how she talks. What's, so the the accent, different British accents are named. What is her accent? She, she's um, like as far as like the, the like the location you would yeah. say, I don't know. Um, Doesn't it have to do with social class over there? That's too? why like I, the way like, you talk? That also affects it as well. Like Kensington? I right. don't know. Which um, I don't, that, I, that is a place. But she, uh, good job. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but she's, she, has, she has a pretty posh accent that actually a lot of people apparently uh, mistake for either Canadian or Australian, which I've never, like, I'm like, no, you sound very British to me, but for some reason she'll be like in like uh, on the tube or something. Maybe it's people that. who are expecting British people to all sound. No, this is British people will say this to her. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's what's so like weird for her. Huh. Um, Interesting. Um, well, Spider-Man takes place in New York, <laughs> and nice. <laughs> thank you. Nice. And uh, so there, uh, it is fun if you go down uh, down in the city oh. and you just like you hear people talking. There are a lot of like New York accents. Yeah, just, yeah. Like, uh, a lot of people walking York, over here. Yeah, like New York attitudes, just like walking along the street. I it's do. It's a lot of fun. I thought you were gonna reference. Um, I but wait, hold on. Did anyone play anything besides Spider-Man this week? No. I Why would I? I did, but I didn't get a I had a copy, copy. of Spider-Man. What was I going to play? <laughs> I played some Overwatch and I played Pokemon Go, so I did play those. I did my Overwatch placements. Your normals. I did my normals, yeah. my my constants. Um, but I played as much Spider-Man as possible. <laughs> okay. You, how's your, real, uh, but quick, because I feel like this is going to be a very Spider-Man oriented episode of Glitch, please. Mm -hmm. How's your Dragon Quest Thank going? you. Thank you for asking, Ashley. I've gotten a lot of messages on Twitter and stuff from people about Dragon Quest yeah. now. Like, thanks You're for finding your people. I know. Um, it is great. It's, um. How many hours would you say you are in now? Probably 20. Okay. Um, so it's, I would say it's just as good as eight, which was the previous record gotcha. holder, but I think uh, it's, it could be a little bit better. It's yeah. got all of the humor. Uh, there's one village that I went to where everyone speaks in haiku for <laughs> some reason, which is very cute. It is, um, 
it's also, if you like RPG and fantasy tropes, it's got a ton of them, but it's also kind of turned some on your head because it starts out, and this isn't really spoilers, but you are this kind of farm boy who's gonna save the world because you've got this, this mark on your hand. And typically in fantasy games, uh, you go around and kind of get everybody on your side and all the kings and realms are like, we're behind you, let's go do this, save the world. You go to the first kingdom and announce yourself and he goes oh that's great and immediately throws you in jail nice uh, he's like i don't want to deal with you you're gonna bring you know hell down on earth so like that was fun you meet up with a thief who breaks you out and you're off and running and you're you're it's a big open world you're it's a little bit on rails but you're you know you're going through this open world you're grinding it's very you know, like I said in the past, it's very turn-based. It, it is a, still a very traditional game, even though the graphics have been updated and they've made some tweaks. But um, if you're an RPG fan, it's kind of like comfort food in a way. That's that's how I can describe it. It's like the video game equivalent of like eating, uh, I don't know, like French fries. This it's is the, great. This is, this is the pure stuff. Yeah, it's it's if you just want to equate it more to drugs than French fries. <laughs> <laughs> They've also uh, they've also got a hard mode in it called Draconian Quest. Get it? Ho um, ho ho! Yeah, where you can you can toggle like enemies get harder. You can you can play without armor if you want and try to beat the game that way. So there's there's like a lot of replayability there. But I feel like I'm there with you. I watched Dragonheart this week. So yeah, it, basically you know, the same. It's basically thing. the same thing. And these enemies are just fucking adorable. Like they're just these big-eyed Toriyama Dragon Ball monsters. Let's kill them. Let's beat the shit out of them. Yeah, it, um, it's. I was looking for a tweet that my buddy Mikey tweeted out about Dragon Quest that I thought was interesting. He said it very much plays like an old school JRPG yes. with Unreal Four graphics. The game doesn't pressure you; it moves at the snailest of paces. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah, um, and this is movies with Mikey. Mikey. This is movies with Mikey. Mikey. Um, film joy, Mikey. That's a great way to put it. There's also. There's also certain landmarks that are in every Dragon Quest game. You're going to find a casino at some point that's full of mini games that you can stop and just spend as much time as you want. Uh, there will be exotic dancers mm -hmm. at some point. There's some fan service in there, which some reviewers don't like, but it is what it is. Um, How exotic are they exactly? They, well... And this is a pretty cartoony-looking game. I'd be surprised if they're like... You know, GTA exotic. There's a there's you know a, there's a long running joke in Dragon Quest called Puff Puff, where uh, a, a stripper she's not a stripper in the game, but she takes you for a private a dance. lady of the night. Yes, and she goes, <laughs> "Would you like Would you like a private dance?" You go back into a, a little private room. The lights go out. All of a sudden, you feel two things in between your head, and you're getting real excited because you think you're getting. A real a real dance. Turns out she's just got two slimes. She's got between your head, and she's doing. And it is hilarious. So it's them paying a nod to titty dances, but then making a joke of exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Except you've got, and for some reason they don't attack you. Kiki. Yeah. Yeah. Pet, pet slimes. It, yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, what's her name's two uh, zombies in Walking Dead. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> just, name? just like that. Do they do? What was her do name? They, do they do? Private I read dances? the comic. Michonne, Michonne. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She had the two right. uh, uh, castrated zombies. I, I don't know if it's got it in this, but Dragon Quest also usually makes a point of befriending monsters. So you can usually gotcha. uh, kind of Pokemon style send them back That's right. to this you said, ranch. You said gathering, and, yeah, yeah train them. Yeah. I'm sorry, son. He's gone to the ranch. <laughs> exactly. Um, so there's a lot of that. It's just oh, there it is. There it is. Puff puff. Yeah. 
And look at his look at the surprise. Weird. It's weird. It's weird. It's they make no. I mean, it is a Japanese game. It is a traditional Japanese RPG. They don't stray from that. But if you like it, if you like a game that you're gonna put a hundred hours into easy, this is the game for you. Okay. It's, it's just adorable. So uh, I've been playing that. I beat Nino Kuni two finally. So that was a lot of fun. It was just like you said, like. It's such a positive like message overall. I really liked that. It is. It's refreshing because there's yeah. so much like in a, in JRPGs in particular. There tends to be a lot of teenage angst uh, because for whatever reason teenagers are always the sa- saving the world. And you know it's like things are. It's the end of the world and everything's terrible. And then you get this where it's like yeah, it's the end of the world. And this this kid is like. If we just work together, it'll be amazing. And then it is. Yeah, it, it Everyone's I, like, you're right, let's do that, instead of being like, well, that's some naive bullshit. Nope. That's funny. The, so, it's it's, it's philosophy is kind of like everyone is good. Like yeah. he befriends the person who killed his father. And like there's like so much redemption that like you never see in a video game. And like I really like that. It's, yeah. People are bad that but they can just sort of uh, do people are good, but they can do bad things, which I think is like what real life is like. And I, I liked that message behind it. Yeah, uh, and the initial uh, when the game came out, the one of the big initial complaints with people was that it's too easy. Yes. And they did release more difficult modes, yeah. so you can crank up the difficulty now. So that the because a lot of times you'd go into combat, and unless it was one of the sort of special boss monsters, you just steamroll over pretty much everything you're like oh it's uh, five ten levels above me no problem and yeah, you can get over leveled real quick yeah, yeah so they did introduce some new modes to make it more difficult to scale that a little bit so that it's uh you know it's more tailored for people who want a challenging combat experience right a lot of but those grind overall, fun game yeah a lot of those grindy games like dragon quest is like that too if you grind too much you can just get way above everything else and then just steam your roll your way through yeah but, I like doing that sometimes. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. All right. Now we can actually get a cut our side of Spider-Man. <laughs> Whew, let's do it. Thank you for the opportunity. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Okay. So the game's out. Uh, we played it. Um, I. What's the what's what's the word they would use when he would spray out his spider in comics? Thwap. Thwip. So close. So close. You did good, though. You did good. Thanks, John. Uh, So far, I gotta say, really enjoying the game. Yeah. It is the game that I feel like I was sold. uh, Which is good. Uh, However, I will say that uh, the what you know of the story is not quite it. Like they, I think they've done, a, good. they've done a really good job of keeping this, like, of exposing some core elements of the story while keeping a lot of it under wraps, so you can still be surprised by it. Yeah, I get the impression there's some huge surprise at some point in the game that they haven't spoiled, but I'm excited. There's a surprise. To... There, I wouldn't call it huge. Okay. There, um, are, there are a couple surprises. Um, and there are some that uh, that we specifically actually left out of our discussion because there's um, we we did get preview copies from uh, from Sony and they do say like here's um, please don't discuss these story right, elements we right. want to save them so that people can be excited about them so which I think is is understandable you know you don't want to go in and be like by the way here's absolutely everything in the game no. now you don't need to play it no fun um, so there are some some nice surprises there I was thinking about a little bit more after our discussion and I feel like some of the pacing potentially could have been done better with the story in particular um, what uh, more that it uh, 
it, it slinkies a little bit, where sometimes it'll, um, it'll be slow, 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 and then it'll all like catch up at once, mm -hmm. and then slow, 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 mm -hmm. catch up at once. Mm -hmm. um, and I felt like there are um, some parts of the story that could have used um, maybe more time or uh, more encounters or more buildup. Okay. To, to really drive home sort of like the, the importance and the, you know, like the, the, the power and danger of those moments. Okay. Whereas um, sometimes they did feel a little bit like, oh, another encounter. Yeah. Um, and it's like, oh, this is advancing the story. But I feel like some of them could have been built up a little bit more. But overall, Overall, that's a minor complaint. Yeah, I, if, if, if I wanted to bring up a complaint that I thought about later on, it really is that the game, the, the, the hardest part of the game and the most dangerous part of the game is in some of the random encounters in that those are the ones you die the most in. I don't think I felt, weird. I don't think I really fell to a boss more than once, uh, maybe at the most twice. You kind of learn their mechanics pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, and one of the tricky things about the bosses too, or like one of the things that differentiates it from your normal encounters is that you'll you'll fight a boss and you'll get them to a certain point and then it'll switch into kind of a quick time event mm -hmm. where like you'll have to do something and like press these buttons and then it advances through a sequence of actions. Kind of a God of War type thing? Uh, yeah, so where you're not specifically controlling every action, yeah. it's kind of more like a cinematic interlude right. uh, and then it goes to maybe the next phase of a fight. And um, it looks really, really cool. Okay, so but full there are some times where I'd be like, that was really cool. I would have liked to do that. Yeah, right. Full disclosure, because I haven't played PlayStation in eons, um, for some reason, my brain is like, we're going to get the square and the circle button mixed up a lot. That's what we're going to do. That's the game we're going to play. And so with those quick time events, I often was like, which one is it again? And have to look down at my, like, at my where you have to controls. quickly like yeah. hit a sequence. To um, and so it's like hit you know circle to dodge as a tag or hit you know tap square a bunch of times to do this. And I would fuck it up actually. But that's because I've been playing PC for forever and before that Xbox. Yeah. So and also uh, I find if you switch between Nintendo a lot, that becomes an yes, issue yes. because they're um, they're A B X Y. They're uh, in. They're sort of swapped off. Yeah, off yeah of they're Xbox affirmative buttons. Where, yeah, they're yeah, yeah, affirmative yeah. button is where the B or the circle would be on a normal controller. Oh, really? So, on Switch? Yeah, As opposed so to like the most bottom of the buttons being like yeah. kind of like the X. Yeah, is what so it's it not is. even labeling necessarily. It's like the entire setup is you're like this one over here. It's like if you ever try to swap from a PC to a Mac keyboard. It's like having to remember. Yeah, you're like, you just stare at it for a while and go. Uh, but other than that, I mean, yeah, the, the boss stuff was, and Ashley's still staring, uh, the boss stuff was, uh, was not as, uh, you know, not as climactic as I wish it was. Um, but, you know, that being said, again, the movie is, uh, not movie, the, the game is fantastic, delivers what you wanted to have. Um, the collectability is uh, large in scale, but also large in funness, like, um, you want to go around and get the backpacks and the, do the uh, Harry Osborn research labs and that kind of thing. Um, especially because you are, you are rewarded pretty well for the collectibles. Like, I compare it to like Riddler collectibles in Arkham. Like, yep. That was hard and a lot and you really didn't have a full map of where they all were. Um, and sometimes you couldn't even do certain ones until you got a certain item. Um, so you'd find it and be like, oh, I don't have the steel cutter, I need to get to this. And then you collect it. Okay, now go collect another one, fucker. Like, like now collect now 200 more. Um, this one, at the very least, you can collect everything that, that is accessible, 
And once you get it, you get actual in-game token currency that then can be used on things that you have. So there's a point to so it. So it's worth it. It's worth it. Do you yeah. get suits for Yeah, suits require um, yes. No, suits so require tokens to unlock. Two things. There's two different things. Um, so uh, to First of all, uh, suits will sort of unlock as you level up, okay. as in they will unlock in that you have the ability to get them now. As like, in like, you oh, can get this suit at level this seven. This new suit's yes. in the store okay. now, yes. basically. The and, suit and store. Then, it is, and essentially. Different, and then different suits uh, will cost different amounts of different collectible Okay, tokens. and even so uh, some maybe suits. Maybe there's uh, crime tokens. Yeah, and some suits get. have and like a... there's uh, research tokens from doing the yeah. Harry Osborne labs. And maybe there's... Uh, challenge tokens, challenge backpack tokens, tokens, tokens doing... landmark tokens. Is there exactly. Are there microtransactions, or no. is it all in-game? It's no, all in-game. All right. And it's all very easily, like, if you're down four crime tokens to go find two, like, thug crimes is not very yeah, hard at all. Yeah, swing not, around and a crime will pop up. You are not, okay. you, uh, there's, like, a couple of suits that have some things you have to do in order to unlock them. Like, there's the black cat suit that you have to go and find all of her items to do. And then yeah. there's another one that you have to get all the backpacks to get. Yeah. But other than that, they're really not. Yeah, you you can get all the suits, and and some of them you have to unlock the tokens that you can do to get them, um, but it's just kind of game progression will allow you to do it. Okay. Yeah, and all of the tokens unlock fairly early okay. on. Okay. So that That's uh, cool. you you start off the first ones that you unlock are the backpack tokens, just because it's introducing you to the mechanics. Because apparently Spider-Man owns two hundred backpacks and has left them all around the he city. He actually does make a quip about that. He's like, uh, he's like, I could afford it. He's like, I had a. I, you know, I won this prize, whatever, but didn't feel right spending the money on this, whatever. But I did get like a lifetime supply of backpacks. Yeah, seriously. Or it's just something like it's that. So there's many. a little, there's a little nod that yeah, there's uh, fifty-five it's ridiculous backpacks that he has this many the city fucking that are yeah, just webbed all over the place, and I, they all have like nice little things in them that are just cute little lore things. Or like here's a recipe from a dinner that I totally messed up, nice. or here's like a trophy from a science fair, right. you know, whatever. Right. Uh, they're just nice little. Here's things. Uncle Ben, like. <laughs> His the ashes. Last one. <laughs> <laughs> a little urn. <laughs> wow. I love it. I like the idea that there's just a store of, of a guy who like sells Spider-Man suits. Yeah. To whoever. It's, yeah. Well, it's like, where do they come from? The ones that he unlocks. Although I, there, you remind me about something in the story that did stand out to me multiple times in the game. Yeah. Uh, Aunt Maid makes it a point to tell Peter something along the lines of like, uh, Ben would have been proud of you for this. And I'm like, this is eight years into him being Spider-Man, and so he, like, she's still like bringing that up. Like, he, like, you don't need to bring that up anymore. Like, we get it. He's, he's done good. You don't need to keep bringing up that his Uncle Ben died, you know, eight years ago. Yeah, but uh, look, she's old, people love, old people love talking about tragic shit. <laughs> and eight years for an old person is nothing. It's, That's, it's, it's like it happened yesterday. Yeah, I just feel like there's a point where it's like, hey, you know, like, let Peter move past it. True. <laughs> but she's a got a That's great that. tragic story to tell. She's never going to uh, That's right, she is. And May is great. In this, she's, I really, she's, she's I really more, like Aunt May, and she's older she's Aunt May. She's not Marissa Tomei. No, she's no, not Marissa she's not, Tomei. She's not sexy Aunt May. Yeah. Well, that's your opinion of her, but you know, <laughs> let's just say she's not Marissa Tomei. Okay, okay let's just leave Marissa it at there. Got it. Not to age shame. We yeah, love not you, to Aunt age May. shame. Just you know, these are your golden years. She's just not, dude. Golden Girls is on Hulu now, and I kid you not, I have watched half the first season. I am loving it. Golden Girls is wonderful. Golden Girls is so good. There's a reason it went for seven seasons. It's a good show. I remember it at the time. We fucking loved it. Still holds up. It's so good. A lot of sex talk. It's yeah, so much sex talk. But sex positive fuck. talk. It's Big so time. good. Yep. 
Um, there's a lot of actually like very accepting talk, like uh, conversational material on that. Like yep. they obviously have a little bit of like dated humor and that kind of thing, but right. it's really good. Spider-Man. So Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, These are some great tangents we're getting off on. Uh, this is what happens when you get an AD kid who has way too much time on his hands to watch too much content. Um, it's just my brain's constantly rattling off ready to tell you that I watched Van Helsing the other night. You know, that kind you of know what though? I did too. I watched it, uh, I started watching it on a plane like a month ago and then I went back and finished it. That is a movie. It's good. I love that movie now yeah. because when I watched it in theaters when I was in, in 2004, I walked out hating it because it was just CGI vomit and it was coming off of like uh, uh, Hugh Jackman off of Wolverine and Kate Beckinsale on Underworld, both characters in movies that I loved. Whatever your opinions on those movies are, you can keep it yourself. Uh, but <laughs> I feel threatened. Now, a lot of people don't, don't like the Underworld movies. I love the fucking Underworld <laughs> I, movies. I the think, first two, the first two. I think the, the Underworld movies know what they are. I love them. And but, they have a good fun with it. Also, like, you know at that point that uh, what was it? Lens Wiseman is just being like, hey, babe, can you yeah. put this on? Yeah, yeah. And then he was like, we can do a lot with this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know that her and uh, Martin Sheen had a kid. They also were an item. Kate Beckinsale? Beckinsale. Did not know that. Uh, the that's his name, right? Martin Sheen, who played the uh, uh, the 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 Apocalypse werewolf. Now, Martin Sheen. No, not Martin Sheen. What's his name? The guy. That's a May December yeah, like, romance. What? Yeah. Oh, what's his name? The guy who plays the werewolf in Underworld. In Underworld, yeah. yeah. He's gonna have three um, can't remember his name. Anyways, but they had a kid. Anyways. Uh, Van Helsing? Are we still talking about Van Helsing? We, I, look, we, are so, we are so off track at this point. I don't even Van know. Helsing is good at this point. Now that I get to watch it, it's actually really impressive to watch the CGI from 20, 2004. And this movie is so much visual effects. You know for a fact no one who worked on it got paid enough for how much that took. Oh, they never do. Yeah. Um, and, and it's also the first movie after Lord of the Rings that used the massive software in order to create uh, uh, big crowd stuff. And I love that they went off of using it for Lord of the Rings armies into using it for Van Helsing demon spawn children's swarms because like his his children are these like bat spawn and they just like there's these swarms of things that's what they use it for how did we get here from you talked about an ADD childhood is golden girls we're talking about golden girls and golden girls to van helsing which they do not connect at all um somebody needs to make a golden girls video game hold on i'm raining this in all right spider-man i think one thing we actually brought this up at dragon quest there is one thing that does happen that positive or negative you can decide there's a big opportunity to become very OP um, yeah. very early on in the game if you just stick to collectibles and side quests and don't go into the main objective. Yeah. And so, which is nice if you're someone like me who is someone who likes a challenge but also wants an out. I want to be able to tap out if I'm having a hard time um, because I, I, I stop having fun very quickly if a game punishes me too much. That's why I don't really like From Software games Dark and stuff, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, they're beautiful and they're amazingly crafted stuff, but they're just not meant for me. Even something like Hollow Knight gets me frustrated and I, I stopped. Like, I didn't finish Hollow Knight because I got too frustrated. Yeah. So, Spider-Man, there are points where I think some of the combat and some of the objectives if you really want to be a completionist, become difficult. But just go get a bunch of backpacks, go catch a bunch of pigeons, go do a bunch of research stuff, and then use it to power up your, your web stuff, use it to get new suit abilities. Some of the suit abilities are super helpful if you use them right. Yeah, so the, the suits themselves are cosmetic. Okay. But most of the suits, not all of the suits, but the majority of the suits will also come with a suit ability. Okay. And once you 
Once you unlock that suit, you get that suit ability as well. Okay. But you can then switch to a different suit and then mix and match the suit abilities that you have. Unlocked. Punk Rock Spider-Man unlocks a, a, a sound wave blast. You do, but then you can switch over to Spider-Man 2099 and you use that same a, thing. You must. Do you have like a limited number of abilities? In your suit, you can you can have one suit power at a time, yeah. and then there's mods you can do that are just little buffs that you can add right. to your that suit. Right. That it might be like uh, you were insulated against melee damage, so you Stuff take like less damage from melee, okay. or uh, you. When you use focus to heal, you get more healing out okay. of it. Yeah, and while there's also XP that you level up to use for like a, a talent tree, almost like World of Warcraft style kind of thing, mm -hmm. um, the majority of your XP will come from main objective stuff, but you can get a good <coughs> amount by doing the collectibles as well as side quests. And yes. side quests, side are, quests are the the probably biggest alternative source mm -hmm. of experience, at least all in one go. Yeah. You tend to get like, you know, 50 experience here, yeah. 75 experience for here from doing, yeah, from collecting things, but you need a couple thousand experience to level up. So the side quests are, if yep. you are feeling under leveled for whatever part of the story you're in, yeah. Yeah. just taking you a few moments and going off and tackling a yeah. side mission will probably get you up another level and then you can take the skill point you get and unlock a new combat ability or whatever it is that you feel like you are needing to then go back into the story and tackle it differently. I liked games. I like games like this. Uh, I was where you can just kind of uh, do side quests and hang out in the open world. I was like that in Horizon Zero Dawn yeah. and like Skyrim a lot. Yeah. But then after, if, if at some point I'm just like, okay, I want to beat it. Then I can just yeah. power through and it's kind of 10 like minutes uh, or thirty minutes and just go steamroll through. Exactly, which I like that. I, I enjoy that. It's very much kind of how the conversation was going around when Breath of the Wild came out, where people knew that they could go through and power through and get through the main objective, yes. but they were savoring it by not doing it. Right. And you can totally do that. You can you can spend all your time you want. Even like same as like Assassin's Creed, if you really if you also want to compare it, because Assassin's Creed is a lot of collectibles <laughs> and side quests. Um, so it's it's in those veins of those kinds of games. So if you like that, you, this game has plenty of that those options for you. I like that. Um, I also like that just because if I put 50, 60 hours into a game, I want to feel fucking powerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I want to. Uh, like in in Dragon Quest right now, I'm at the point where. Uh, Enemies will just run from me. Like they know, like yeah. this guy's not to be fucked with. Yeah. I like that. It's yeah. like it like rewards your hard work. Yeah, and even like there, if if you're someone who uh, like in this game, often when you get to a fight, there will be a pop up that will show you bonus objectives to do in the fight that will then either give you bonus XP or bonus tokens. Yep. So if you're someone who gets totally triggered by that and goes, oh, God. "All right, fine, I'm gonna do this. You can challenge me to do it." Some of them become a lot easier to do once you unlock better, uh, like web gadgets, or you unlock, you know, ab like abilities that allow you to, like, maybe not be you have your combo broken, or you can electrify more people if you need to electrify some people, and that kind of thing. So, um, if you really want to do those as well, leveling up will also allow you to complete those. And it easier. does help to do those because if you complete the sort of like extra bits of a specific challenge. So uh, one of the first things that uh, that you do in the game is you're like, oh, uh, here's a construction, a Fisk construction site, but they're not really constructing anything. It turns out they're all baddies, and then you fight sort of like a, a couple waves of thugs. Oh, this right? is like, yeah, crime construction where they're just sitting around doing nothing. Yeah. And you're like, get back to work. Yeah, so you... And you have to be upper management. That's your job. <laughs> Spider-Man has to come in and, you know, break up the union and, and uh, you know... <laughs> It's totally what happens. That's really funny. <laughs> he's he's on their side. Uh, so yeah, you you fight, and I think the first one is like uh, try and web five enemies to walls yeah. and try to what get his 
is this what like you know get a specific number of hits something or like teaching a, you, know, you how a, to a use. combo mm -hmm. basically and so uh, you know or do like you know air attacks <clears throat> and so what the first time you encounter that you're like this is real tough yeah you at the time you haven't really leveled up your web shooters probably you're working with really yeah. basic gear you're also uh, new to the combat mechanics and I think the first time I tried that one it did take me like 10 times to get it perfect see whereas I just I, I passed it I didn't get those bonuses when I was like I was, you know what I'm gonna, I was I'm gonna move like... on I'm gonna go I'll <laughs> go do something else mm -hmm. uh, and then I came back to it later and I had a ton of new abilities and so it was way easier I ended up getting all the bonuses on my first try yeah uh, there's, uh, it's easy travel in the game as far as like webbing around and getting to your next place. Um, on top of that, there's a fun little fast travel feature that you can go to police stations or your home or your lab or Aunt May's or place. Or the, the research labs. And there's these cute little cinematics that happen between there are the loading screens, which is Spider-Man on the subway. Uh, either like on his phone, just on the subway, and that's like a little great. Thing. Or like someone's like sleeping on him with their head on, like like leaning against him on the subway. And he's just sitting there waiting for his next. In stop. his costume. Yeah. <laughs> and and yeah, he's fully in costume. There's even a point in the game where you're very much like you know in a fugitive kind of state, which is kind of an off a common trope with Spider-Man. Sure. And so during those cinematics, he's then like hanging outside the train and leaning like down underneath the door just kind of hanging there while the police are like looking around for him and that kind of thing. It's funny. So it's, there's a lot really of cute. cutesy stuff like that him, that are nods. Him doing real life shit is always funny because yeah. I think it was in the original movies there's that one scene of him just getting into an elevator yeah. and they just sit there yeah. silent. Like that was one of my favorite scenes ever. Yeah, so they, they, they're aware of how absurd it is for a man to be in a Spider-Man suit and they do have uh, moments for that to be a joke, and there is a good amount of humor in the in the game. Um, I wouldn't say it's the funniest script I've ever uh, uh, heard. Um, there was some pretty flat stuff, especially early on. I'd say the second half of the game has much stronger script, um, but uh, generally, it's. I mean, I'd say it's it's better than Tobey Maguire and worse than uh, Tom Holland. Is is he wisecracky, Peter Parker? <laughs> That's what he's trying yeah. to be okay. a lot. Yeah, it's more. Uh, I'd say that and he, not tortured Peter he, Parker. Like at the, no, no, not tortured Peter Parker. But he does. He he gets the like the irreverence, even yeah. if everything is not hilarious. Yeah. he's still successfully irreverent about right. it. Right. Uh, you know, so he you know and just sort of. He, he's it's his coping mechanism. I like that. Yeah, it's absolutely. Yeah. You know, and uh, he's he's got a really good relationship uh, with um, one of the police, Yuri Watanabe. Uh, Yuri Watanabe, who you know he they mostly communicate over radio, mm -hmm. and so she'll radio in and be like, "Hey, we've got this thing. Can you check it out?" Uh, and he, ha they have a whole spider cop thing where he's spider like, oh, cop. "Spider cop," and she's like, "Are you narrating yourself? You said you would not do this." That's fun. And just I like, like that, that sort of there's, back and forth is uh, is a lot of fun. Um, you know, I I like him as a character, but and we discussed this in our standalone video as well. Um, when he's out of costume, mm -hmm. it feels he feels a lot flatter. He's very wooden. The, the animation. Yeah, I don't like the way that I feel like they could have, which is weird to say, they could have put a little more time into the main character. That's face. what's annoying is that then they introduce other characters like Norman Osborn, like Aunt May, or even Miles Morales, and they are animated great. Their performance uh -huh. is great, and their voice acting is great. So then you know they had that ability and you know that they had either either animators that were that good at creating that experience or they had actors that are doing performance capture that are also doing that good. And so somewhere in there, either the Peter Parker actor or the animators working in were like, nah, like it just kind of sucks. Well, I can see to, to some extent, uh, you, 
they're like, well, do we prioritize the Spider-Man part or do we prioritize? You prioritize the Spider-Man part. Is right. Which no, is what they did. no, no, no. You prioritize Peter though. Oh, Peter no, is no. where all this I mean, like he is out of mask a lot in the cinematics and and, and interstitials. In cinematics, yes. Uh, hmm. But yeah, I like so he's he's weaker there. It's almost weird that he's more emotive. Like you you can almost like see like get more emotion from him when you can't see his face. He constantly looks like he's about to cry when he's out of his mask. Something yeah, something about the 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 scenes I've seen him have felt a little like early uncharted. They, like just a little too it's, it's like they hadn't gotten it quite down yet. A lot of it seems like um like his sense of humor as well. Is sort of gone when he's out of costume. Yeah, he's really whiny. He's a, he's a lot and, more serious. Yeah, isn't he uh, kind of so, like that in the comic books though? He's a little more kind of jokey. Yeah, I, I would totally agree with that because uh, he puts on the humor as a coping right. mechanism for kind dealing of, with the fact that he's fighting someone who could kill him. Right, and he's kind of a pussy in real life. Yeah, like uh, which is I guess very much like a Clark, a Clark Kent Superman thing. A little of the like nebbish kind change of change your personality yeah. so there's no connection. Although he wears a mask, so you don't really need to do that as much. But uh, it just is disappointing. And then we also talked about it. I didn't like the Mary Jane basically we, at all. We kind of disagree on that because yeah. I liked her. Yeah. But we also, like, I, I'm, I'm not a longtime Spider-Man comics fan, so I'm maybe less tied to how that character is typically portrayed right. in Canon Mary Jane. Right. Yeah. I liked that she was <clears throat> scrappy, that she, uh, she was like, I don't want to be a damsel in distress. I'm going to save myself. I'm going to take right. care of myself. Right. And... I guess to clarify then... Um, you didn't like all that. Mike, you don't like empowered women. I, you know, I don't like empowered women. <laughs> I'm all about... Uh, you know, I'm just not into that kind of thing. No, fuck that shit. No, it's... Um, your, that's why I said in our video, your reasoning why you like it, I agree with. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that my complaint is more of the execution of that uh, goal is, again, in how they wrote her and how yeah. the, the, the actress decided to, to play her. And then even just in general, the relationship that they made between Mary Jane and Peter Parker and even Mary Jane's relationship to the story, as someone who, like, you know, I break that down a lot more than maybe some other people. Um, and I probably have some bias being comic, cartoon, and movie fan of Spider-Man, you know, for the last, you know, 25-odd years of my life. Uh, it just fell flat, did not hit the right notes for me, not uh, a good version of Mary Jane that I'm a fan of. What didn't you like about it? Without getting spoilery, but what... It was mostly just that, like, well, she the was... The way you boiled it down to me was that, uh, so in this game, yeah. she is... So, uh, Peter Parker no longer works for the Daily Bugle. Right. He's now a lab assistant right. uh, working on science things, and... She does work for the Daily Bugle as right. a reporter. And so John boiled it down as, oh, yay, more coffee, thank you, as uh, she's an annoying Lois Lane. She is. She's an annoying... That's interesting. Gets okay. in trouble too much, Lois Lane. Um, and Great. that that reminds me also... That's good. Good good placement, although he hasn't been shown up in the game yet. Um, so on top of that, her involvement in the game, there are points that you play as her to play through right. part of the story, right. are like the down parts of the game where you just have to crawl around, don't get caught stuff. Because um, you're not a superhero. Because you're not right. a superhero right. and, you're, and you're in a museum that you're not supposed to be in, you know, looking at stuff you're not supposed to do, or you're trying right. to break into this police uh, barricaded area. You're, so, right, she's part of the fake news media. She's part of the fake <laughs> news media. 
Um, and, and that may come down to player preference as well. Totally, for me. totally. A lot yeah. of her segments, except for are, the fact that I'm right, is what it is. <laughs> no, are, I totally get that. Um, where, comments are gonna hate me because they don't they don't know how humor works. They're a little bit slow, like they're slower parts. You don't have access to all these cool like tools and abilities. For me, it drives home how special Spider-Man is. That's cool. Yeah, but I don't need that. Like, in, again, to compare this to the Arkham games, there wasn't any point that I needed to play as Alfred. Although I would have loved to play as Alfred. But that, actually, would that would be amazing. Like, <laughs> totally. De- deliver Sir's breakfast. Yeah. But like, That's all you do for like an hour. <laughs> like what you're dusting. There's yeah, a, like you're like, hmm, the toast is too much. I would have made you're accepting make it you're accepting yeah. Amazon packages <laughs> at the door. But like if you had had to play as like a beat cop in an Arkham game, you would have been like, this sucks. Um, I you bring back Batman. I, I I want to play as Batman. I did not want. But to you're play also as you're also a hardcore Spider-Man fan. No, so like I mean I like. If you've read the comics for twenty. Yeah, but okay. <laughs> in the game, in the in the in the spectrum of comics, I love Spider-Man. It's not my favorite title ever. Gotcha. Um, but it's mostly no. It's that like, you know, you jump into a game and you and you want to play as the character that you expect to play in this game, and especially if your character has superpowers and can do amazing things, you want to keep being able to do that. It sucks whenever in a game you are then downgraded yeah. for a time that you can't get past until you just finish this lengthy, slow pace for part of the game. It's almost like the escort missions of, of games where you, like a game that you're normally able to just kind of speed through or, or be able to traverse anywhere or go to any pace you want. Escort parts are like, slow down. Yeah. And just yeah, follow yeah, yeah. someone, or, or it intentionally sort yeah. of gimps you, or yeah, like, intentional gimping yeah. is what it felt like. Also, I've been a reporter in real life. This is going to give me anxiety, <laughs> like having to go because I'm just waiting for like the the curator to be like, you need to contact our PR office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to get out of here. <laughs> um, so that was that was my my main complaint of that part. There, that happens a few times, and it does affect the pacing of the game, in my opinion. Indubitably. Yeah. All right. Also, you know, no, obviously, no. I, I hate women and empowered women and all that kind of stuff. Let's just throw that in there. Of course. There. Yeah. I mean, clearly. It, clearly. The, clearly, it, I'm too macho for uh, <laughs> for this game. Um, right? Um, but overall, um, so I think they what they really nailed with this game for me is, one, um, Spider-Man is is great. The animation. Good thing to nail. It's pronounced Spider-Man. Uh, the, like, the, the animations, <laughs> whether, yeah. uh, whether it's, like, w- whether you're in co- doing animations, uh, like, in combat, yeah. everything feels really yeah. fluid. Swinging around the city feels really great. Do you want to, do you want to explore the overworld? Like, do you want to, do you get that sense of, like, oh, I want to just, like, look around and go do side yeah. things? And, and so- what, what I found was that once, um, so as you level up and you start getting new abilities, you can sort of traverse a lot faster. Yeah. And I kept finding I'd be, like, getting really into the swing of things and way overshoot where I had intended to <laughs> right. go. And I'd be like, oh, I'm in a different neighborhood. Oh, shiny thing. And then yeah. go off and then overshoot that thing. Yeah. So I just, like, find myself swinging around because you, you know, it starts off and you're like, oh, uh, just swinging, like you basically you hold down the R2 button and you'll mm-hmm. just you'll swing and you'll swing to the next thing and you'll swing to the next thing and, and like that's really to... like basic and nice and you're like oh also if you uh, hit the L2 and R2 you'll zip to a thing and then if you hit the X button right as you hit it then you do like a cool flippy that's bit cool. and that's it gets cool. the momentum so you get better so you start, at traveling yeah you start getting all of these like additional ways to you can ride on cars to too. zip around yeah that's fun you can too. land on them and you just perch on them and drive around with them well yeah he sticks to shit yeah, yeah man he's spider man um, that's cool you know so there are a lot of like f- nice fun ways to do that yeah. and it all feels really good it is not physics based 
So, you know, there were... You can fall from really high. Oh, yeah, and then There's you just go... There's no fall damage. Flippy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, the screen gets all shaky Ta-da! and, like, a velocity lines start passing by you and yeah, you're yeah. going at, like, an insane pace and then you just land. Yeah. <laughs> Which um, is nice, because you don't want fall damage on this. No. I want to be a superhero. Yeah. I want to do fun shit. Yeah. yeah. So, I remember there were, uh, like, initially people were like, so is this going to be, like, you're going to have to manage your trajectories exactly? And that's not, that's not the case. You can dive to speed up and do some fun things that mm-hmm. way. Um, you know, you can get some uh, bonus abilities to get extra momentum when you blast off of Mm -hmm. a specific point. Uh, So there are all different things that you can do, but it is very arcadey. It's not like, oh, well, you're going to have to calculate your trajectory. Otherwise, you're not going to make it. It's... It's like, oh, you want to go to that place? We're going to make sure you can get to that place. I like the idea of him taking fall damage. Like, just you, in the middle of Times Square, he just falls out of the sky. If that dies. happened, if that was a part of this game, you'd be dying all the time. Yeah. Uh, it's Because you are up in the sky the entire game. Well, the, the, the Arkham games felt like that, too. Kind of Like, you could kind of glide anywhere. Yeah. You could you could just sort of Yeah, get, and if get you grappled yourself up high yeah, and that fun. kind of thing. It's not going to punish you. Um, no, this doesn't punish you for that. It It's all of your damage is going to come from combat. Cool. Yep. So the um, I really like a lot of the side characters. Yeah, um, side characters. Uh, I like I like a lot of the design of the enemies. Um, the that is like the the boss enemies. Mm-hmm. I find that um, once you get down to street level and you're walking around, like the NPC models are not great. Um, no, they're, they're not. not. They're not the worst thing I've ever seen. But you're sort of intended to see them at a hundred miles an hour. Yeah, got it. Um, you know, so, or like if you're zipping along like lampposts or whatever, and they're, a lot of things seem to be intended to be more backgroundy. It's not like cyberpunk where like it, these are going to be each uniquely rendered. No, and, it's, yeah. uh, you know, it's like, hey, they're, they're you see you know, a lot of, of the same characters. Yeah. Uh, you know, and same thing when you're fighting sort of the, uh, regular like crime encounters and enemies, whatever, there's a couple of types and there are a couple of different factions yeah. and, but they each have, they're like, here's your, they're, um, here's the shield guy for this faction. Mm-hmm. Here's the uh, rocket launcher guy for this faction. The here's rocket the, launcher. The, there is. Here's there, the sniper there, there guy fuckers. for this faction. The rocket here's, launcher member of the gang. Yeah. yeah. You're like, who, There's a lot who of wants them. to take the rocket launcher today? There are a lot of Everyone, rocket Everyone, as it turns out. Uh, you know, but there's, so there are a couple things that you really specifically learn. Like this one, you have to knock in the air. Otherwise, he's going to block your melee attacks. Yeah. This one, you have to get behind right. him. And so you have to... Like you sort of get used to that, and to like each breaking of the factions, their guard, and mm-hmm. yeah. each of the factions sort of has each of those, but the factions all feel kind of different as well. A lot of the, um, a lot of the, so one of the factions is the demon gangs, and they tend to be you encounter them a lot, uh, a lot of times indoors. Their bases are typically indoors sort of environments, uh, and they uh, deal a lot. Like they may shock you with a lot of electricity, that kind of thing. Okay. The Fisk gangs are you're sort of Typical traditional thugs, their bases the tend Goombas. to be outdoors, Goons. so you can you can yeah get away a lot easier. Also, good comic. Goon is a good comic. <laughs> oh, I've heard good things. Uh, also, great movie, the hockey movie. No, that movie. I thought you it's meant the movie, movie that was supposed to be made by David Fincher that never got made. That was based on the Goon comic. Uh, and then the uh, then the sables are. They hit you really, really hard. They're fucking her, bitches. This is her they own little mercenary force. So yeah, her shit. own private okay. security force, like yeah. independently contracted. <laughs> they got like jetpacks and. Oh wow. Yeah, they're they're the one that I. They drop like napalm on you. They're <laughs> the one that I die to 
the most yeah. in just random encounters. Uh, the like the fisk thugs, you could totally jump in the middle of them, start fighting, and do it. I jumped. Here I am, boys. I jumped yeah. in the middle of a sable thing, and I had like eight sniper like laser sights on me, and someone oh, wow. just dropped napalm on me. And I was like, all right, so we can't do this. We need to go a different route with the sable people. Yeah. So they each have sort of strategies that work best for different factions, uh, in addition to their the sort of like character. Archetypes. It's stealth. You can do stealth stuff, right? Like pick them off, yes. kind of one. Which okay. is really cool. So yeah. seeing that right, um, right here on the screen, right. um, you can see we're like inside one of the demon bases and uh, picking uh, some of them off one by one, which then makes it easier right. to uh, take on more of the enemies. Fewer people pointing guns at yeah. you when you decide exactly. to eventually engage them. This is also reminding me about an aspect of the game, very similar again to Batman, that. Uh, Although Spider-Man is a non-lethal uh, superhero, you fucking kill motherfuckers in this game <laughs> a lot of times. There are moves that he does, these guys, it's like, yeah, absolutely that's a shattered it. skull. Or like, you'll be up on the top of a building and you can kick a fucker off the you building. Can, but have you noticed that he actually webs them to the side? <laughs> Not every time. <laughs> I guarantee you, there have been times that I have like knocked a dude up, hit him a few times. We're like doing this kind of mid-air combo thing out off the building. And then I swing off of nothing and hit him off the like even it's further. Clouds and he you goes, grapple off the sun. And, and then I immediately go and fight someone else. Like I do immediate like hit back to the building, and that guy is just gone. So for a fact, you kill people. Like <laughs> even that right there, I just that guy just webbed a grenade at a dude's face. <laughs> okay. You don't should, walk away from that. It should be like GTA and like an ambulance shows yeah. up to get him and carry him off. I mean, even just the whole you idea. See him try to like shock yeah. him back to uh, there are a lot of times that you kill dudes in this. Um, I've always thought if you really wanted to just web somebody's uh, nose and mouth shut and I mean yeah, you're I done mean, move on to the next one yeah um, there, and there definitely is, there is even that option you have like the way they deal with that is you have a limited web uh, shots for certain abilities and you can earn them back through combos and that kind of thing but yeah you can't just be like going around <laughs> and just shooting everybody over and over again although you are it, like the more web builds you do unlock, the more you can use those to really take care of like big crowds. So you got to punch and kick. And, yeah. Yeah. But then like if you use your electric webs, it stuns them. Or you have web that does knockback, you can do that. Or you even have web that does bombs that then disperse into huge like things. All non-lethal. All non-lethal. Some of the abilities I really enjoy. So uh, first of all, you build up a fo you can build up focus, and you get to a certain point, you can do these really sweet finishers that are instant takedowns. That are definitely um, not killing that are, them. They're definitely not killing them, but they look. <laughs> really cool when yeah. you do them like uh, it's really ooh, cool when you take a man's head and slam it to the concrete cool. and yeah. uh, then you can unlock an ability where um, if you do a finisher you can immediately do a second finisher so you basically oh, nice. um uh, can do two in a row okay uh, one of the abilities uh, is the yeah is like you can um, electra you can electrify your sort of attacks mm -hmm. you build that up uh, there's another one where uh, you can grab onto uh, rockets that are being launched at you. Oh, yeah, and you can swing, swing them back. Around That's and bad. Swing okay, back. now uh, we're talking. Yeah, there's yeah, yeah. one where if you uh, dodge, uh, if you if you dodge an attack, you can immediately take down the gunman. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, sorry, a, a gun attack. You can immediately just take them out. So you get... As you go through and you build up, and those, it's like, this is a this will take a skill point, this will mm -hmm. take a skill point, and then um, you can... You can and then build you want to be yourself up class really. Or road class or yeah, then you uh, then you start to specialize. <laughs> does does spider sense come into play? Yeah, it does. So that's if what you tells see, you in he's when he's in combat, he'll get this. You're seeing uh, that white over his head right now. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's telling, telling you someone's shooting at you, about to hit you. <laughs> okay. And then it'll when it turns blue, then 
it's like the attack is incoming and you okay. can that's when you can typically do like do your perfect dodge. dodges and everything. Um, so you can dodge and then you can also do a perfect dodge, which there's also uh, rumble parts to it that let you know danger is coming. Yep. So um, you yeah, as you go and you unlock additional abilities, mm -hmm. they're a lot of fun to use in combat. It's a lot more fun as well than just being like, hey, hit them into the air, and then hit them while they're in the air, yeah. and then hit them again while they're in sort the air. Sort of a juggle move. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I find <clears throat> that I do default to a play style typically, and I do find, I'm like, ah, just juggle them and juggle them to not yeah. death. Mm -hmm. You come up with a combo that works for you, and that yeah. you can repeat, like, just... But then awesome. being able to unlock a lot of these different things um, becomes a lot of fun. Yeah, I like the idea of getting him really powered up. He yeah. needs to get the power cosmic at some point. I, <laughs> I didn't see that suit. The, that would the, be um, badass. The, uh, the, what's the suit where he's um, like Captain Universe like style? Yeah, yeah. Or Universe. There are a couple dozen really cool suits though. I wanted like the symbiote suit. I mean, I know it's that's not a, bad the black. There, yeah. You know the black one yeah, yeah, where yeah. it's. I, I I was I haven't seen it, but I, it would be cool if they add that. At some the Infinity point. War suits in there is pretty good, and it unlocks like the arms. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, so those are those are very OP in the game. Um, they're basically like just keep punching. And they're great. So yeah. if you uh, your arms will take care of them. Yeah. It's it's really nice too when you go into an encounter and you know sort of like what the bonuses are that you need to tick off. There's a Ben Riley suit. Select Ben Riley's clone. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you can select the like different abilities that will then help you if you need to rack up an, like a lot of uh, hits really quickly, like get a a high combo. Yep. The, the Iron Spider ability is really great. Yeah. If you need to um, electrify this someone. one's pretty good. The, yeah, there will be like electrify five, five enemies at once and you're like, oh, I got this. And it keeps cascading <laughs> the more you punch people. So like, yeah. you can like potentially have like 10 guys around you that are just like dying from electrocution. Yeah. Not dying. They're not dying. They're, They're just having a bad day. They're just getting stunned. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> until they can no longer move. Yeah. Right. It's until their heart stops beating. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Overall. Uh, really enjoy it. It's not. I'm sold. It's not flawless. It's right. like it's not the the How dare you? game that it could. How dare you? Yeah, I think you know potential like little pacing things. You didn't like the MJ segments. Correct. Uh, and um, the some of the like there were you know occasionally if you slow down too much, some of the graphics do show because it's meant to be seen at speed. Um, it's also rendering a giant city. It is rendering that is a giant not only just giant horizontally, but giant vertically. So it's 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 processing a good amount. It is, and it does a great job of it. You really only you can be traversing, drop straight into a combat mm -hmm. scenario, mm -hmm. and then just launch yourself out of it and continue around the city. The only times that you encounter a loading screen are if you're going um, inside yeah. from the outdoors, okay, or or right. vice versa. That's, that's reasonable. Yeah. Is it something that you think you'll play after you finish the campaign? I already am playing it after I finish the campaign. There you go. Um, right now, answer. I'm doing a bunch of the collectible stuff. Okay. Uh, I want to see if I can get to the hundred percent. Yeah, I, I definitely nice. want to hundred percent it so that there's when, a suit right that yeah. you want, and so that when DLC comes out, he'll be as powerful as possible. You'll so be I can ready. Do DLC. Yeah. Because I, I will do. I will play all the DLC of this game. Oh, that's a good. That's a good endorsement. Yeah. Yeah. It but it also doesn't feel like I'm. Um, I don't feel like anything's been cut out. Nah, it's a full game. Got it. You're buying so, a full game. That yeah. works. Buying a Which, full game, that works. A rarity. Okay. That's awesome. What a concept. <laughs> All right. So overall, it's how you feel about the game. Yeah, I think... Uh, I think I can go on about this game at length. I'm I having think, a lot of fun with it. I think Greg put it really well when he phrased it. Uh, uh, it's the best Spider-Man game ever. Yeah. Kind of Funny is Greg Miller. You should check them out yeah. if, you, if you don't watch Kind of Funny yet. They're great. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
and also there's uh, a moment i'll say this kind of funny one of their patreon awards this month i believe is they did their own cover if you have the physical version of <laughs> of the new spider-man they did a nice like shirtless spider-man there is a so point get, get your own like uh, shirtless spider-man cover if you've got the the physical version there's a PS4. point in this game spoiler free that if you find a certain thing in, in a uh, an event that you have to go through it will remind you of greg um a lot uh, so just look for that. Look for if you're a fan of Greg Miller. Look for uh, a, a reminder of Greg in Spider-Man. Is that intentional? Do they give him a shout out? In the I game? wouldn't be. I wouldn't be remotely surprised. Um, That's so badass. Yeah, I haven't That's confirmed so cool. it, but uh, but I did bring it up with him, and so yeah. That's awesome. So yep, go get Spider-Man. It's good. Good game. We'll probably do a lot more stuff about Spider-Man as well. I can't uh, wait. Can't wait to play it. We should also take some time talk about current events. Cool. Whew, let's come down a little bit. That's right. We're all excited. News time. Get in our Bob Ross mode. All right, couple of points of note in the industry recently. Uh, one, uh, the Witcher series on Netflix has found its Geralt. <coughs> it is not Mass Mickelson, so we, we can mourn that. It is Henry Cavill. Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Henry Cavill. <laughs> Big old beefy Spider-Man, thick, <laughs> thick Spider-Man, jaw cut, yeah, granite, with uh, with all his mustache and removed. Uh, no, it's a uh, Superman, Henry Cavill, uh, and he's going to be playing Geralt. He'd be Geralt. Yeah, he's also the guy who reloads his fist in the new Mission Impossible. It's so I don't know. good. It's so good. It's so good. Um, he's good in Man from Uncle, and he was also I, you good know in what? Immortals. I, I did like him an awful lot in Man from Uncle. Yeah, it's good. That's a great movie, underrated in my good opinion. In Tudors. He's a good guy. You, you think this is a better choice than Mads? Oh, I don't think it's a better choice. I'm, I'm a huge Mads fan as yep. well. I love that man, and I've watched, I think, almost every film he's made. Um, but uh, I'm also a huge Henry Cavill fan. I think he's uh, someone who, A, can uh, uh, you know obviously carry a very uh, um, physical role um, and be an action character. Look, have you, have you seen him? He can carry anything. Yes, he's a big, he's a big, big man boy. that that wouldn't mind um, touching a few times. But he uh, also because consensually, like from yeah, obviously consensually. Um, uh, if you watch like things like Man from Uncle um, and and his uh, his previous works, like he like and even in Superman, he's I, th- I think he's an emotional actor that could bring a lot of weight to a role like Geralt. Um, and uh, granted, I'm not the biggest Witcher fan out there. I still haven't beaten Witcher Three. Um, yeah, I would I would love to get Adam's opinion on this. He's having a crazy busy week, so he couldn't join us today. But um, I need to talk to him about this because I want to know how he feels. As Have there been a lot of people Witcher upset? Fan. Because I haven't, I haven't, I don't, I don't I read the internet more, very much anymore. As far as like pissed off people, I tried to not. Well, that's probably a positive way to live your life. Yeah. Uh, I think so far it's. Some. It's not. It's not a total blindside because he did express interest in the role gotcha. quite publicly. Which, when an actor does that, they're usually kind of barracking for a role. They're campaigning for it. It's a role that they want. Uh, you know, he's he talked about the books. He's he. Oh, that's he's, right. He did. I remember that. You know, he he. You know, he plays <coughs> video games uh, on the regular as well. So it's like I believe he's sort of. You know, he's got that background, that credibility, and that he. You know, he has a legitimate interest in it, which is great. Uh, and he did talk about wanting it but uh, it is kind of a surprise in that it's uh, I, I guess I pictured someone less less leading man known in the role like okay. someone like almost more of a character actor gotcha which is uh, you know and then also you know I see Geralt and I'm like oh look it's Maz yeah 
Something so more I, like I guess, Scandinavian. Yeah, so I guess um, I got that sort of like in my head. Or a uh, or, uh, uh, uh What's his name? Uh, Alex Skarsgård? No. And, uh, I don't think, Jamie Lannister. Oh, God. I just think his name is Schmorgen Heckengard. Yeah, I know he's got a name, but he's he will always be Oh, no, I don't. I wouldn't want him. Um, did you see him in Gods of Egypt? <laughs> no, I did not. But I feel like, you know, I just bought get, Gods of Egypt. Get, get the beard it was going $5 on. and I bought it. It's actually a really fun movie to watch. It's bad, but it's a fun <laughs> movie to watch. Uh, but I, I guess I just didn't. I, I think that Henry Cavill will do fine. It's just a readjustment of sort of like what I was picturing. Gotcha. Which is really the challenge for anything that's got, like when you make an adaptation that's got a fandom. Yeah. And people are like, it should be this. Well, and he's a big name right now. Gotcha. He, he, is. he is. Like, he just, and I, I feel like they'll go with the hot actor, and he's a hotter actor right now, just career wise, than Mads or mm-hmm. a lot of these people. So that's probably, and if he's campaigning for it, he's going to get that part. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. So I, you know, I guess I shouldn't be as surprised, but um, <coughs> that's, that's the, the new role we're going with. So the other. Who's directing thing- it? Do we know? Um, yeah, it's, uh, well, the, the showrunner on it is uh, Lauren S. Hisrich, and or Hisrich. Good memory, yeah. I'm, I'm not great on the pronunciation, um, you know, and so she, she confirmed the casting and everything. Uh, we still don't have a ton Lighter. of details. It's, yeah. um, it's the planned eight episodes. Right. It's probably going to be a 2020 release um, on, on so Netflix. We're a ways away. Yeah, because yeah. we're deep into 2018, and they haven't started yet, so, yeah. or at least production we, so you know, we, we don't know what budget and everything is going to be you know that said netflix can put a lot of things together <laughs> fairly quickly you know mm-hmm. we see that with uh well i follow probably the stuff that i follow most closely on netflix is the different marvel series right uh, and they'll be like oh hey you know like daredevil's in production and then it'll be like aha okay so i can expect you know x many months yeah but also will be different with a fantasy-based series because i'm sure they'll have more effects work to do Director of oh. the episodes also directed an episode of Daredevil, an episode of Misfits, the UK show that's really amazing. Amazing show. If you haven't watched Misfits, dope show. Yeah. Also, uh, um, what's his name? Creepy. Uh, oh, uh, creepy. Uh, I. Uh, Ewan Rion. Yeah, Ewan Rion. <laughs> also, uh, like he's the, Sausage Boy in Game of Thrones. Yeah, he's the oh. he's the castrator dude. Well, that's what I feel like. Game of Thrones has set the bar so high for like fantasy stuff now that. Not that they have to match those production values because it's impossible, but I feel like they're going to have to put a little more TLC in, into the production than I feel like some past fantasy stuff has been a little, you know, I don't know. Netflix, though, they, they I feel like They'll give them enough has a pretty good gauge of how much money to throw at yeah. some of these titles. Then like, the big question being, did they blow their budget on Henry Cavill, who's going to cost a lot more than other actors? I mean, it's a possibility, but again, I think that with The Witcher being such a recognizable IP compared yes. to, like, let's say, Altered Carbon, which was not a recognizable IP. How dare you! It's recognizable for gamers, but I guess that'll be enough. And but no, that's what they're going and for. A very successful series of books. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they threw, I would say, the correct amount of money at Altered Carbon and the right uh, crew to cre- create this world. That I think they'll do the exact same thing with this. Really interested to see what Altered Carbon Season 2 looks like since they're... New, it's, new leading man. Yeah, because it's such a weird show where basically a person can be taken from body to body. And so uh, for this next season, which I don't know if it's going to be following uh, along the way the books does, but it takes place somewhere else. So this character has been basically moved into a body mm. in that other location. Mm. So new leading man playing the same character, mm. which is 
kind of crazy and yeah. weird, but um, also like, it's like a, a Doctor Who type thing, kind of like a l little bit, a little bit. L little bit. It's really hard to gauge what to expect from these shows until you get, um, in my nudity. opinion, a um, lot more nudity. <laughs> there would be probably a lot. I want. I mean, with Witcher, the game has a lot of adult content. Yeah, if yeah. So Netflix-wise, there's got to be, you know, what's going to be the boobs to dick ratio? That's what I want to know. A hundred to zero. <laughs> hey, um, hey, 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 not fair. Well, Alter Carbon was a lot of naked women and maybe every once in a while a naked dude. That's true. I mean, to be honest, though, like... There was an entire boobs fight scene. Boobs are pretty dope, so it's hard to argue with right. boobs. Um, but, uh... I was gonna say with Witcher, it's very hard to gauge really like what to tell from these kinds of shows until you get um, a a lot more crew credits to know who's working, who's who's going to be like who's directing more than one episode, who is who is uh, uh, crafting it, and then on top of that, getting marketing material. So at this point, Henry Cavill I think is a good actor, so this is news that I'm excited for. We'll do a fine job, and we'll find out more about the thing because you know like. Venom's a good example of something where when they announced Tom Hardy, I was like, yes, Tom Hardy is like an amazing actor. He carries character roles so well. And then as they announced Crew, I was like, oh, this isn't good. And then they came out with trailers and I'm like, ah, so Venom's going to be bad. Cool. Like that's like, you, I don't think you can gauge these things until you go into, into a lot more detail about the behind the scenes of the show. So I think, uh, I think I'm so far... I'm happy about what's happening with Witcher, and I hope that they keep building a good group because they, it's 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 a good IP. And they've done a lot of video games. So, like, I just finished Castlevania, like the first the first, and they did. A, I thought it was a fine job with that. However, or, name a good live action video game adaptation that doesn't exist. So well, if, that's what's they, not. That's what's like but not. These in were his books favor. first, right, so but that if you helps. don't consider this a video game adaptation, exactly. you consider it a book books. adaptation. It's a fantasy adaptation. I guess, yeah. I mean, that, they, so is that your way of getting out of this? But no, they've got better source saying, material so to wait, go for. So wait, if it's bad, <laughs> if it's bad, then it's a it was a book it's adaptation. A, if it's good, it's the first good video game adaptation. Okay, <laughs> that's the way we're yeah, gonna get we'll away go from this. That. We'll go with that. I, I just think if 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 it's a series of novels, that there's a lot more to pull from than just a video. How many novels are there? Three, maybe more. Than, yeah, I don't there's know. there I don't are know. there are a couple. I haven't read all of them. Are the games based on each novel? No. No. So they're sort of they're um, they're in the world and they have um, you know they have Geralt, but then uh, there are nods, but it's gotcha. sort of going its own way. Loose adaptations. Nice. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, and uh, also the the author is um, Andrzej Zokowski is involved with the series as well. But and he I think wasn't they, in the game. And I think so. they have um, done some consulting with CD Projekt. At the very least, I think the sound designer. For the games is um, has at least done some consulting or maybe working on the series in some capacity. So there are sort of like ties between all the things, um, well, and, they, and uh, that indicates to me that they you know are wanting to try to do it right. They're they're admitting to the existence of the games, you know. Yes, like, which, which, which is good because yeah. the, the author not a fan of the games. Mostly. Really? Well, I, th I think it's because he, uh, he signed away his rights. He signed away his rights really cheap. He, he, uh, he didn't want royalties because he didn't think it would be successful. Mm. So he took like all upfront, uh, and he would have made so much more if he had gone the yeah. royalty route. Oh. So I think a little, understandably, a little bit sore about that. Um, but uh, yeah, so I think uh, the author is probably like much more like eyes forward on the series, maybe picturing more of like a George R. R. Martin kind of deal okay. there. So According to uh, PCGamer.com, I guess, I'm not sure where this information is coming from, but they said that 
Um, they know that CD Projekt Red's cinematic director, uh, Tomas Baginski, uh, who directed the opening cinematics in all three Witcher games, is penciled to direct at least one episode. That's okay. pretty so dope. That's from that. Yeah, that's like cool. That. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we'll see where it goes. It's going to be a long wait. I'm sure we'll learn a lot more in the lead up to to, to figure out exactly where hype meters should mm -hmm. be um, ahead of this. But I am, you know, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. We're due a movie or TV series based on a video game that's good. It's like, like we've been able to do it multiple times with comic books now, and so that's amazing. They've shown. Yeah. yeah. So like, get your shit together and stop making these bad video game adaptations. Whether this is video game or, or, or book adaptation, it seems like we got people from both of the components working on the, on the show. Well, this I mean, good. Keep, keep in mind as well, I'm, I'm of the opinion that series are a good place for book adaptations in particular, because yes. you Sheer have- amount of content. Yeah, you have more time to sort of explore the worlds and to, to build out uh, lore and to build out characters and the things all around them. So I think that series are a really good place for this type of adaptation. Can you imagine if they had made Warcraft a series? It would be great, right? You know, but as is, they have to try and cram in so many things and establish and all these just, things. Boy, like, how like, did they cram stuff into that movie? And really simplify plot lines in order to fit it into a specific window, whereas they'd be like, or we could take like, I don't know, five times as much time and re like really establish. And uh, we'll call it Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what it is. I still think the best video game movie is the first Mortal Kombat. I from love like Mortal 95. Kombat. It's that so movie bad. is amazing. Yeah, it's great. It's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. But bad I think isn't you good. mean good. Yeah, bad isn't good. Yeah, that's remember when right. they cast a white dude as Raiden? Yeah. <laughs> it's Christopher Lambert. He's the Highlander. He's not some white dude. <laughs> he is some he's white the dude. fucking Highlander. <laughs> well, John, of course next year he's going to be. Uh, you have Detective Pikachu and Sonic the Hedgehog to look forward to. So. And Jordan Vote Roberts well, is working on Metal is that, Gear. Is that you brought so that, Castlevania? Yes. Um, there have been good cartoon adaptations for a lot of video games. Even Sonic the Hedgehog, the Saturday morning one, was a good adaptation. And I'd say even Mega Man had a good adaptation. Yeah, but just wait for Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik. I don't want to talk about that. But, oh wait, no, I want you, uh, Jim Carrey's robot is be great. He's a great voice actor. He's gonna be live action. Wait, what? The Ben Schwartz thing with Sonic the Hedgehog has got Jim Carrey's live action Robotnik? I think so. It's gonna be a mess. That's I'm looking it up. Mess, but I am, I am there for Sonic messes. But I'm and saying that cartoons. The plot, is, the plot is apparently a cop in rural town of Green Hills will help Sonic escape from the government who is looking to capture him. Whoa, I'm so happy about this. I love what? Sonic bad that's, stuff. That's gonna be, that's gonna be a thing. Be a whole <laughs> oh thing. my God. But so. there have been good cartoon adaptations yes. as far as live action, same with anime. There are no good live action anime adaptations that are actually like amazing movies that you, you scream about. It's because cartoons are over the top like video games. Yeah. I mean like video games are, I, mean, they, I think they share so much DNA yeah. and that live action is so fucking different. Unless you just, yeah, have a bazillion dollars like Marvel to throw at it. That's still, but they threw a bazillion dollars at Warcraft. Sonic the Hedgehog yeah. is going to be live action. <gasps> so he's going to be CG then? I think Sonic is going to be CG. I don't know about Robotnik, but we'll see how this plays out. What is going on with this? I got to look more into that this is, later. That is not oh, that's going to be a whole thing. Yeah. Uh, but you sidetracked a little bit. Um, other news things that are not uh, video game movie adaptations. Uh, the International Olympic Committee, a bit of a, a, bit of a shift, um, a bit of a left turn, um, says that video games um, are not appropriate for the Olympics because they're too violent. Appropriate for what? To be the Olympics. to be part of the Olympics, so like a, there's a sport been there have been uh, there have been <laughs> ongoing conversations for a really long time about whether or not um, esports belongs in the Olympics, and what like your answer, you know, you, you seem to be on the I don't think video games should be part of the Olympics 
that's fine. But the reasoning here is really interesting. Yeah. Because this is the um, the organizer of the the Olympics we have a, committee. He's the, yeah, he's the president of the IOC. The president. Uh, Don't they saying, shoot stuff in the Olympics? Oh, they yeah. Have, like guns. Uh, yeah, he's like, he says they're, um, they're too violent where... Um, like, you know, killing people is, like, the point. Yeah, Kirby whereas, eats people. Whereas our, uh, our eats sports, people. even if they're based in violence, are, like, the gentleman's version. They're the civilized right. version of yeah. violence. When our guys fight, they just wrestle on the ground with each other. When your guys fight, they shoot fireballs at each other. Right, the difference being, though, also, the violence in the video games also not real. Yeah. Right, and even boxing is real violence. You people are have died hitting people. People have died in boxing matches. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. it's you know, I think he was saying like, sure, there's fencing and, and things that combat sports have grown out of real life violence, but it's more civilized. Javelin's it's a way to just spear throwing. Yeah, His exact quote exactly. is uh, Mr. Bach, who won an Olympic gold medal in fencing, uh, says esports needs to be less violent before being included. And his exact quote is, of course, every combat sport has its origins in a real fight mm -hmm. among people, but sport is the civilized expression about this. What about Tetris? See, and I would say there's, that, no, there's no violence in Tetris. I would say that, yeah, there's also no actual violence in video games. Like, the players aren't out hitting each other in the face. Well, there's no real-world physical violence, but there is simulated violence. Uh, yeah, I mean, you could organize. You could also argue that chess would be violent. You're taking out pieces. <laughs> you're destroying the other person's army. Well, there's violence. There's violence. There's killing of, of characters. They have target shooting and they have, like, uh, uh, shooting, shooting, ski shooting, a biathlon where you have to ski and then go pick up a rifle and shoot at a target. My favorite thing in the world. Bi <laughs> you know, chicks get taken out in the figure skating area, you know, with sledgehammers. That's a Tanya Harding reference. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I got it. But. Yeah, so I just, um, I guess I find the that particular line of reasoning to be really, really weird. It, it feels like an old man yells at Cloud. It does. It, it, it feels <laughs> it very out of touch. Uh, like, yeah, but what if you? What if it was like League of Legends or something? You're not. I know what he's thinking about. He's thinking about like in his mind probably a first person shooter or Grand Theft Auto. But there's so much more shit. Like, what if there was a MOBA or what about that really scary game where you're in a car hitting a soccer ball around the field? <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> you know. So yeah, I. Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> That's violent, okay? So whether you think that that, uh, that video games are an Olympic sport or not, and I know there are a lot of people split uh, on that, this reasoning, I'm calling bullshit. I don't, I don't think that it's, I don't think that this is any more real violence than anything else in the Olympics. I think video games in general are still considered low art by a lot of other oh, absolutely. Uh, traditionalists in yes. the world of yes. the media and, and sporting. And regardless of how much popularity they have or how much money is involved in that market, they still will look down upon it. That's just going to be a constant for quite a while. Because they're still relatively young. They're still, they're a, still a relatively right. young art form. In 30 years, 40 years, yeah. it might be totally different. There are people still, who like, grew up playing. Totally. And, There's like one or two generations still yeah. in the way. Yes. And I don't mean that in like in a like they need to die kind of thing. But they're just but still kind of. In a way, they it's it is it is a transitionary point yes. where that there is still generations that this is not their world at all. And it's still some sort of youthful thing. Doesn't matter that you got guys that are in their 30s and 40s who have kids who are playing it. It's still something that is childish. And so you can cop out by saying it's violent. 
It's also funny to hear the IOC up on its high horse about the Olympic spirit and stuff when you look at the corruption in an organization like that and the doping scandals and all that. It's like, come off it. Like, it's, it's, it's uh, like they're like FIFA. I mean, just let's 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 calm down a little bit, IOC. <laughs> it's it's a cop out. That's yeah. the end story of it. It's that he just didn't want to deal with the fact that it's video games. Right. All right. And finally, uh, PlayStation has responded uh, with their opinion on crossplay, which boils down to, nah, PlayStation's the best place to play. Why would we enable crossplay with other consoles? Which is what we that all knew they were going to say. They're, they're yeah, control. it's not as well, you know, it's not a, an enormous surprise, but yeah. this is the the president uh, of PlayStation saying it. It's been sort of hinted at by um, other Sony executives previously, but this is like you know the highest authority that they that they have at PlayStation saying, yeah, no, PlayStation's the 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 best place to play, and uh, you know we'll look at we look for the the best possible platform experience, and uh, sometimes we'll crossplay with PC, but hmm, otherwise, nah. Uh, you know, which, and this is specifically in reference to uh, Fortnite crossplay, yep. but. Who else? Because uh, that was the game that forced the conversation. Uh, yeah, that's been the, the recent big one that came up, largely because PlayStation was the platform that they were like, if you uh, have like a character and account on PlayStation for Fortnite, you cannot use that anywhere yeah. else. And when it came out on Switch, people were like, what the fuck? Why yeah, can't like, I use my character? Yeah, like, I wanna, I, yeah. like, why can't I like log in and use this? What do you mean Very I have to have a different Fortnite account? Um, Very you know, understandably. So, yeah, and mind you, the, the crossplay conversation is an interesting one because it has boiled up fairly recently, again, um, largely due to, um, I mean, there's been a lot of pressure uh, from different uh, developers. Bethesda has been a developer heavily pushing for cross-platform play. Mind you, so did um, Epic's push for it, uh, Psyonix, the Rocket League developers have pushed for it. Uh, and then it's also gaining traction with certain platforms, specifically uh, Xbox and uh, Nintendo right now, in that they are, like they put out the Minecraft trailer of like, hey, you can play Minecraft with your friends, whether they're on Xbox or the Switch, look at this. <laughs> um, like, you know who's not here? Sony. Uh, and you know, so they are also exerting pressure there, but there's also market considerations. As far as Sony is concerned, they don't need to. They are the market leader, and it, you know they are in the perfect place to, to some degree, hold their user base hostage a little bit. Like, oh, you want to play with your friends on PlayStation? Guess you better buy a PlayStation. And just so you know, a lot of your friends are on PlayStation. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's the way that if they have, if they basically have that user base that uh, can't just go playing with anyone then if you want to play with someone, then you have to essentially come to PlayStation. Their business. They, they, they're going to make, I think, decisions at this point that are best <coughs> for their business and best for keeping their business at the top where it's at right now. And so things like um, very important and, and well-loved uh, exclusives are part of their plan that they're doing a very good job of and being something where you have to come to PlayStation to, to play with their stuff. Yeah. This, that's also in their favor. Yeah. I think this is a, a cold reminder that like you said, it's a business. They're not in it for altruism. Like it's not a nonprofit. No. They don't. They're wanna... not your friend. They are a right. business. They don't want to share. Remember when we used to call this a console war? 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it's like well, they they they've won the war. They're not gonna like be like, oh, okay, now we'll just forget that we won the war and right. play along. None of these are your friends or just want to help you. They want yeah, they want to keep you in their ecosystem. And and if you want to play with your friends, like you said, buy a PlayStation. If not, not our problem. Go you play know, with one of the others. Mind you, I will be curious to see how this bears out uh, when we get into the the next generation of hardware, largely because um, it is. To some degree, a you know, a, kind of a display of uh, the old Sony arrogance. Yeah, you brought uh, that up that, before, that and I they, thought that was a good point. You know point. that um, they they sort of they cycle um, you know in, in mentality and approach uh, these different generations, also depending on uh, where they're at positioning wise. Um, and they have they came out of the gate strong with PlayStation Four. Uh, and they were like, look how pro-consumer we are. Mm -hmm. Whereas, you know, Xbox is trying to fuck you. Yeah. And But we're not, we're your, you know, we're your friends. But they were kind of neck and neck and back then they, with the PS3 they, and the 360. Right. They they started out, well, PlayStation 3 uh, was behind in terms mm -hmm. of, of release as well. So Xbox 360 had a head start right. and, uh, and used... They used that to their advantage. Xbox 360 was a great platform. Came out uh, with a lot of, of great games. Had a really strong library. Xbox so, Live was superior. So yeah. Sony kind of had to be scrappy to right. catch up. And they did globally catch right. up uh, and surpass Xbox 360 eventually. But to do that, they had to be aggressively pro-consumer. Yeah. Right now, they're in the lead. <laughs> they don't really have any anything that they have to do right. right now it's it's all working out great right. why would they change what they're doing yeah. they will be player friendly when they need to be when it when it helps that you know yeah. or if they have to yeah. catch up which is what they did a lot more of like you said with ps3 but uh they don't the fact is they don't need to be right it's their now. market to fuck up at this point right absolutely and um and I'll, I'll be really curious to see how that next generation goes with that because there are some choices that that sony makes with their hardware and the way that they handle well not the hardware the hardware is fine uh but just the way they handle their ecosystem that just annoy the shit out of me do you remember when um they they announced the xbox one and that was a whole big fuck up and they were everyone was upset about the the always online drm right. and right. how you have to have yeah, and uh, then and Sony had just posted the cheeky little video of here's how you share friends uh, games with friends on PlayStation and just showed like handing over the yep. disc uh, and they're like ha ha see how much better it is the the Sony like the PlayStation DRM annoys the shit out of me like currently yes the how they do it now so the way that uh, that. Uh, Xbox currently has it handled. Um, if you you have your home console, if you want to ha have someone else play one of your games on another console, you need to be signed in on that console so you're not sort of using your account elsewhere at right. the same time. Yeah. But as long as you're signed in on that console, they can also sign in on that console and play the game. Now, with Sony, and I'm, I'm encountering this currently, I'm keep in mind I'm right now annoyed by this because it is impacting me at the moment, uh, <laughs> is uh, I needed to change my, my default um, PS4 and I moved it here to the studio mm -hmm. so that uh, we could all play uh, Spider-Man on, uh, like on our own accounts. Because if it's not your default console, then unless you directly have the license, you can't play something. So um, on one that's not my default console, you can't play Spider-Man. So if you, oh wow. Because I have the license for it. The, yeah, this seems like everything that people hated about the Xbox One announcement 
they've just done it quietly. Also, if I uh, if I'm trying to play a game that I have the license for, in this case Spider-Man, but my console is not online, it's locked. Oh. So there are like these these just very quiet things yeah. that Sony has in place that are really not any more consumer friendly than anyone else. The online thing is so you should be but able they, to play they it offline. It's a good game. Yeah, right, right. And it's too late now. Yeah. <laughs> At least this generation. So, you know, I'll be curious to see sort of what pressures come to bear with the next generation of hardware. This is why competition is good. Yeah. This is why you need... Uh, Consolidated market's never a good thing. Right, no, this is why you need uh, Microsoft and Xbox still around to keep Sony honest. Mm-hmm. Yep, and... Um, to a lesser extent, Nintendo, but I don't think they're really direct, and, you know. Yeah, they, they play in a different system. field, but I also bit. feel like Microsoft is moving more in that direction as well, just based on their, they're like, hey, we're focusing on backwards compatibility, and we've yeah. got Game Pass, yeah. uh, and um, all of our first party stuff is also available day and date PC and you can, you can play back and forth. And uh, you know, they, they seem to be doing a lot more yeah. in creating th- like their Xbox ecosystem than like, hey, you need to be on the Xbox playing this right now, otherwise no. Well, it hasn't Microsoft's goal always been with the Xbox, we wanna get it in your living room. And yes. then deliver all kind, not just video games, but and I know Sony does too. But Microsoft really wants to get in there and yeah, mind you, that's also and, kind of where they fucked up with yes, the Xbox One thing, right. because when they announced it, they were like, "Look, we'll be in your living room, and we'll be your TV, and we'll be all these things, and you can watch sports." Uh, like, and everyone's like, "Where, where are the video games?" I'm like, yeah. "We'll talk about it next month at E3." And everyone's <laughs> like, "So, this is not a game console. What is? What is also, it's always online. What is going on?" You can watch Netflix on it. Yeah. yeah. So um, the that focus on just like, we just want to be in your living room, was honestly like a huge communication misstep for them. And Sony has just rolled out exclusive after exclusive. Spider-Man's a great example of just, and they have clubbed them over the head with these fucking exclusives that are great. But they sunk a lot of money. Uh, Kojima got kicked out of Capcom. Come on in. uh, Konami. Konami, uh, come on in. We'll fucking make a crazy ass Kojima game. <laughs> like it's, I mean, it's brilliant. Like what they've done, Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, Uncharted, all this shit. But what they're doing with their games lineup, I think, is absolutely fantastic. Yes, I'd like them to, uh, I'd like them to make some adjustments yes. and um, be more like open and consumer friendly yes. in terms of their ecosystem policies. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Totally. But that's also because I'm really annoyed right now that, that like <laughs> as like moving around trying to play a game on different consoles is like very much driving home to me that Sony's uh, DRM is not as gentle as they like everyone to think. Right. It is very much a thing. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. It's fine. I got that off my chest. Okay. All right. So that about does it for this episode of Glitch Please. <laughs> lots of Spider-Man attack. Uh, lots of fun times. Lots of segues into Underworld and Sorry. Golden Girls. Sorry, I won't be reading the comments. You. I don't read the comments on this thing, so feel free to say anything bad you want about me. <laughs> wow, it's an invitation. <laughs> it's not like it's going to stop him anyways. I'll read them. I'll defend your Thank honor. Thank you. Do that. I'll be Brian's like, he, gonna defend my he's honor. not so bad in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so if you're a Rooster Teeth first member, make sure that you also catch New Game Plus, our first exclusive post show uh, on our website, theno.tv. Also, this weekend, the first episode of Game Club, so you want to make sure that you are a Rooster Teeth first member, check that out. It's going to be Doki Doki Literature Club. We're going to be talking about that 
cannot wait. It's gonna be <laughs> mental. I can't. It's a it's... fucking weird game you made me play I for this know. club. This is a I know. fucking weird You're game. You're welcome. You are so welcome. I'm not sure if I needed this game in my psyche. You did. You did. Okay. Uh, so we'll be talking about that. That's going to be a whole lot of fun. That'll be exclusively on the website for first members this weekend. Uh, and we will, then next week is going to be Movie Club. We're watching Stardust. Yes. Oh, anyway, so make sure you check all that out. If Henry Cavill's in Stardust. Yeah. Oh. He's a dick. What? Yeah. Oh my God, this is going to be great. I'm, I have it on my thing to, like, to watch this weekend. Yeah. I'm so excited. And now I'm. One of the rare times Henry Cavill has a British accent in a role he's playing. Weird. Uh, there's the number of, of I forget British, British actors. You know what? Hold on. I'm not Sorry. getting yeah, sidetracked yeah. for this again. This is the end of the episode. Make sure that you're a Richard Teeth first member. Yeah. Not yet. You can get a seven day free trial so that you'll be able to watch the post show. You'll be able to join us for Game Club. And hopefully, you'll decide to stick around. That's it. Get out of here. Goodbye. Shut it down. Bye. We love you.